You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Just before we get started, we're going to do a quick shout out to Cider Boy. Shout out. Love that cider. Best cider out there, in my opinion. I am not going to argue um, with it. That's the truth. No, for I'm me. just not going to argue with it. Uh, Gluten free, available in lots of states. You can go to their website to check out where you can purchase. Uh, I just want you to know that there's one called British Dry, and I just have to ask if that's your all-time favorite flavor, <laughs> because you are British, obviously. Uh, I actually haven't tried that one yet, but that one is available all year round, so I will go and you get it. You sound like you're from London. <laughs> so shout out to uh, Cider Boys for giving some reps to England. Um, go to their website, ciderboys.com, to check out their flavors and where you can find them. Check them out on Instagram at ciderboys. 21 and up, drink responsibly. Bang. Welcome to the My Top 5 podcast, where it's our duty to disagree with personal preference. I am your host, Flo Shomo. And I'm your co-host, Luke Shomo. <laughs> and I'm your guest, Shane Told. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. There he is. We're here. Uh, we're here. We're in Cincinnati today. We drove a while to do this podcast today. Taking it on the road. My Top 5 on the road. That's how we roll. Um, so basically, if you've been with us for a while, because we're a few few episodes deep now. We're in it. You'll know that um, basically our guests come on and with a top five subject of their choice and we debate about it. I would say we're podcasters now. I think it's safe to say that. Yeah. I mean, if we're you want to call yourself in. that, that's fine. Well, I don't know. You got to get a label. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're <laughs> official. Get ahead of yourself there, Luke. I think I think. You're definitely in. Okay. Thanks, Shane. That's nice. Look at that I think support. We're doing what a nice bit of support. Um, so, look, how was your week? My week was good. Uh, I've been really the bane of all my friends' existences this week because I switched from iPhone for the first time and, like, I've had iPhone forever and now I'm wow. an Android guy. And the reason, the green I'm the green text guy and yeah. all my friends hate it. Well, he's made everyone switch to WhatsApp. Yeah, now. I'm like, just get on WhatsApp. It's great. But here's the reason. I was staying on iPhone for iMessage. Is that enough of a reason now? My phone was dying so quickly. Okay. I'm like, it's a year and a half old. How yeah, is it dying fair, so Luke fast? Yeah, to be fair, Luke was the biggest Apple I was person like an of Apple all time. Like, boy. give me the iPad mini. Yeah, I had give everything. Me the, like, I was like, hmm. you need to calm down. So and I so- left Mac for PC because of price. <laughs> I was like, I'm not paying four grand for a computer that's half as yeah. good as the computer I could get. And that has been great. And then I'm like, I'm going to try <laughs> a Google great. phone. <laughs> I'm in the Google world. I got Gmail and Google <laughs> Calendar. Everyone has Gmail. Right. Oh, that's true. It's like, that's know, true. Let's try it out. So I'm like, hey, guys, now you get to deal with green text, but let's use WhatsApp. And all my friends hate me, but I'm pretty much kind well, of enjoying my question. experience. Have you got your dad to get WhatsApp? My dad has WhatsApp. Okay, because officially. our fam yeah. texts. My mom has not text. yet. That might be okay. a trip. To get her on I'm WhatsApp. just wondering how those will work now from now on. I've had two big time people that hated me for it and were like really, really against it. But I'm like, um, you know what? I don't care. I'm doing it. You can live life without it. them. Yeah. I'm sure they're not important. <laughs> I'm just, iMessage, not good enough reason to stay. Yeah. We'll see. see I mean, maybe I'll go back. Maybe they were being sarcastic and they were sending you emojis, but you just weren't getting them. There was, <laughs> so they didn't, there was something lost in translation there. I've had multiple group threads where I'm no longer receiving it because I'm not in it anymore. And they're like, are, are you getting these? I'm like, no. 
<laughs> I'm not. Wait, must, surely you'd still get no, them. No, I think it's like tied. Can you only Once do... you have an iMessage thread, it's like you're tied to. No, because we have that MasterChef thread. Well, no, because uh, Josh's wife was using, she was already on the green text. So I'm getting those, but anything that was only oh, iMessage, I don't get anymore. Okay. This is way too much technology for me. I'm, I'm not just good saying, with my life has been fine. I don't miss it. I'm it's fine. been like two How days. Been? Let's ask like, you. All of three days. So. <laughs> yeah. well, Maybe we'll in six months we'll revisit this topic. All I know is my phone can go a whole day without dying. And to me, that's progress. Yeah, mine so. was pretty much dead by 1 p.m. today. My top two best phones. Number two, <laughs> Android. Number one, iPhone. <laughs> there you go. Oh, we got to have a top two. My top two. Yeah, that, that, the close call. So how about you? Are, are you uh, switching um, on iPhone? Are you no, still there? I'll, I mean, look, I was a PC kid growing up because I'm that old. And Apple was like lol it's when we were growing up. Old and um, I went from a, like a Nokia to a, a Blackberry. Nokia. And a then, Nokia. Well, well, how do you guys say it? Nokia. You say Nokia, it like me. Nokia, I would say it. Yeah. I like Nokia. Well, you're Canadian. You said Nokia. I thought you were talking about like Nokia pasta or something. <laughs> potato <laughs> pasta. Nokia. I had a Nokia. Love a potato dumpling. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, it was a lot for me to switch to Mac. So okay. now I'm there. I don't You're know if I'll it. be able to go back again, but we'll uh, see, I'm sure I'll I will at some there. point. Um, my week was okay. I'm going to talk about a couple of weeks ago. I went to New York, one of my favorite places. NYC. Had a great time. So this wasn't your week. This was a couple of weeks ago. Well, we've had a bit of a break in recording. I guess that's got true. To save up the good stuff. I can't just come in here and talk about iPhones. No, let's <laughs> talk about what happened a few weeks ago. Um, I went to New York, had a great time, visited this new gluten-free bakery, Rocked my socks off. What's it called? Wow. It's called Posh Pop Bake Shop. Posh Pop Bake Shop. This is the whole thing. That's a lot. Um, gave away some pretzels to some strangers. Wow. It, it was fun. And then I had a horrific hangover on the Saturday. Because of the Not pretzels? as much. The pretzel hangover was real. The gluten free. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we wasted an entire day in New York because my friend who lives in New York was incredibly hungover. Ah. Shout out to Caitlin. Um, Not off a of pretzel. We though. stayed inside all day till like 5 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> where she Sometimes bravely got over. herself together for us to go out for dinner. But uh, no, I had Across. a great time. Love New York. Anyone else like New York? It's one of my favorite places. Does anyone of mine like too. I, I hated New York and when we used to tour there in the van and trailer. Oh, God. Dry, um, just the stress level. Oof. I often got nominated to be the driver and uh, I hated it so much. And then once we weren't touring in a van anymore, I was like, wait a second. It's this great. place is amazing. It's great. Yeah. In every way. It's so everything I love going good. there now. I, I freaking love it. I can't imagine. I feel like I'm once a city girl. I was touring with Caleb's band and we had to drive the drop. bus and trailer through. New yeah, York you and did. It was yeah. The worst. Yeah, that's never good. And then they have to do like the drop and go or whatever. And then the bus parks in like Jersey. Ugh. I'm like, calm yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah, that um, does suck. So our guest today, he's already introduced Spoiler. himself. But uh, that's fine. what am I supposed to sit no, here in silence? Yeah, you yes. just look at us we while we talk. We're the hosts. You don't get to talk. I'm the co-host, actually. It's he's, been a yeah, big point co-host. of contention um, on this show. So, hi, Shane. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How was your week? Uh, oh, my week was good. We, we just started this tour. So, uh, it's been getting back into tour mode after an extremely long, uh, well, for us, period of time off. We had like four months off. It's a long time. And, yeah, the only thing we did really was the slam dunk uh, festival, and then we oh, recorded the a new song, which you know, with your Bring husband singing bound. on it. 
Yeah. yeah. So that Sound was just like him. Go ahead. Do it again. You do. Well, <laughs> we were, I think we you were saying close, you know, for you sticking around for the show tonight, we're going to have you do the part. Uh, you have to do the guest vocals. Be a it has show-mo. to be a show That's true. And I'm not going to do it. Well, yeah, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> right? A couple we, of shows. I know. I, I, I could be Caleb, I think. How did I forget that? We got a couple show His pitch might be similar. I need Caleb to train me a little bit, but... Anyway, so Shane, you're in a band called Silverstein. Yes. That's the word on the street. Mr. Shane told Silverstein. It's only been a little bit of time that you've been in this band. Yeah. Like, coming up on 20 years. Coming up, yeah, and I guess in January will be 20 years. That is a since we started. Does that make you feel old? Do you feel old? Not to put you on the spot. It's fine if you feel old. You know, I... I don't feel that old. Yeah. I, I never I, think of you as the, the being 20, old. <laughs> thank, thank you. The, the it's just crazy when the the twenty year thing really blows my mind because I think of how long one year is. You know, yeah. you multiply it by twenty. It's deep. It's wow. And also, it's no, just crazy. I, but I don't feel old. I don't really feel any really any different than I did when I was like I don't know. Let's say like twenty three. How still, old were you when it started? I was nineteen. Whew, that's crazy. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I don't really feel that different. You yeah. know, you always think you're gonna, as you get older, be smarter and learn you know, more. But but no, you're gonna make the same mistakes <laughs> over and over again, which is maybe a bit of a segue into the, to today's episode. I like it. I like it. Um, well, let's do a little bit more background on you first. You're from yes. oh Canada. I, I don't remember how the anthem goes. I'm sorry. That's pretty Can you close. Hum a few oh, bars. Okay. No, I don't want to hear oh, it. Oh well. Canada. Um, oh, there it is. Goes down. Canada. It's not the best national anthem. No, I don't the, know. The UK the words, one is definitely honest. the best one. I think the American one's pretty. What's pretty the UK good. one? The American one goes on oh, for God five the hours. Queen? I think it's pretty good. I, I mean, and it doesn't even make any sense. What is it? God save the queen. Is yeah. that yours? Well, change the king once. Oh old, yeah. Once old Lizzie well, dies. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She's gonna live forever, but yeah. I love Lizzie. Lizzie. Anyway. It's so weird when we have to switch all the money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you guys are all on that money. That weird it's money. Be yeah. Whack. King Charles. Ooh. He won't be king for very long though. How old is he? He's up He's there. He's like seventy-five or something. Yeah. Can you imagine he dies first? Ooh, Imagine, wow. yeah, it goes Imagine straight to William. Imagine waiting that long and then, wow. Yeah, never a king. Oof. Always a bridesmaid, never the bride. Classic. Um, and <laughs> so you guys have been around since like 2000. They have like 500 million albums. albums Just kidding, you have like nine albums. We have, yeah, we have eight full lengths. Yeah. And then you have the one you did last year. Was it last year? It was, uh, it's coming up what on- What year is it? 20, it's coming up on two years. Oh, right wow. It's yeah, right now. Right now. So, oh, Redux, yeah. Redux uh, came up uh, came out just a little while ago. That's yeah, Redux a, a, came out recently re, and then you had- A re-recording and- yeah. um, Redo. Yeah, we, we got a whole bunch of a bunch <laughs> of stuff. There's lots to, to digest. Do you have a favorite Silverstein song? Or is that just too hard because you've been around song for so long? Song is tough. I, I, I think- Do you have a favorite album? Yeah, I got a few favorite albums. I think- the, Don't know the, if that's the how latest one, works. Dead Reflection, is definitely in the top three. Nice. Um, we could do a record. top five Silverstein albums, really. I could have done that. Yeah. yeah. We could switch <laughs> it if you want. Got no, It'd be a little less did, invasive. Did the other subject. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, yeah, I'd say that one and Shipwreck in the Sand, which is 10 years old. Wow, is it? One of it? my favorites. And then uh, the record the record we did in 2013 called This is How the Wind Shifts. I'd say those those three are my okay. my top three. Oh, there that's you go. nice. I like it. Yeah. That was a mini my top Episode inside Maybe, of an episode. An episode within an episode. Yeah. Um, do you think, because you've been around a while, that you are worthy of giving advice to younger bands? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're oh, the yeah. wise guy. I, I think you've earned it. I think you Look up it. to me, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> do as I do. I Sit am, down as I tell you this. <laughs> yes. I am a wealth of knowledge in the music industry. <laughs> 
Oh my god! You I can take that as sarcasm or not, really. I like it. I, I'll be honest. When a band, like a new band, is like, "Oh yeah, we're just start, started out. Like, what do we do?" I'm like, "Dude, I have no idea what you do now. It's so different. I knew what you did in 2001. Yeah, yeah, that's you true. Know? Although you have your own label, so you must be doling out some kind of advice. to Well, some I kind of had my own label. Um, oh no, sorry, I haven't so put out records in a long time, mostly because it, it, the whole point of um, of the reason I was putting out records has changed. You know, it was it was about getting bands uh, CDs in stores, you yeah. know, and getting it distributed and and working at it from that angle. Now it's like, well, you can put your own records up on the internet yeah. yourself. Yeah, that's true. You know, what do you need me for anymore? So, and not to mention like the investment part of like, okay, I'm going to press your CDs for you, and yeah, you know, right. so that was all gone. So now it's like, I guess I could sign a band, but. Well, Unless okay. I'm going to like manage them, then I don't really know what uh, I'm doing. So that's kind of where the label sort of I mean, cassettes away. are coming back, so you could just press those instead. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Cassettes? Well, guys around comes around. The worst. I'm just kidding. The yeah, worst. they were the worst. What was your first oh, ever cassette? I'm just man. trying to think about that. My top three favorite music formats. Okay. One. CD, no. Uh, vinyl, CD, and a distant third cassette. Cassette. I definitely had a Michael Jackson cassette. At some point, I can't remember which I think album. Mine was like a brandy one, or maybe Mary J. Brandy, Blige or wow. something. It might have been Snoop Dogg. I grew up with all of that. I got a brandy dated Kobe O'Brien. That was a fun Did fact she? for you. Yeah, wow, that's random. I don't know. I think so. Thanks for Kobe O'Brien. Kobe O'Brien, the Irish, the Irish, <laughs> the Irish <laughs> basketball player. <laughs> I'm Kobe O'Brien. Oh my gosh! Um, and shah. you just signed to a new record label yourself. We did, yeah. Very recent news. What What was the thinking and changing? Or you just was your other contract up? Or? Yeah, we we did. Um, we we've we've been on four labels now. This is the wow. fourth label we've been on. Um, you well, know, it's been like kind of main label. What's the and name of this one? They're called Unified. Okay. They're based in Australia, and we aren't trying to like, you know, hit for the cycle with uh, all the different labels and be on every single one, you know, <laughs> do the green uh, trying everyone labels. out. Yeah. Sleep with every girl in our high school. <laughs> uh, that's, that's really weird. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, I'll edit it out. But, yeah, we won't, know, but you know what well, I mean? Well, not now. Like, not at this age. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe back then. But, uh, oh boy. <laughs> but you know, honestly though, the music industry changes so fast that, um, you kind of have to stay on your toes with where the best place for you to be is. Yeah, true. And when we signed to Hopeless, we really felt like that was the best place for us at the time. We did two, actually three records with them. We did an extra one with them. And then Rise Records was where we thought was kind of the next, right. where it was going. Yeah. We did two on records the with them. They were terrific. And now, you know, you reevaluate. And that's just the way it goes. You know, you're talking about these days, everything streaming. Um, yes, yeah, so it doesn't matter that they're in Australia. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that, that's the technology yeah. these are. With with them being in Australia, I mean they've opened a new U.S. office with a great oh, person, jazzy. Francesca, running it, who we've known a long time, and they have a U.K. office as well. So they're they're a worldwide label. They just started in Australia. Does that help your Australian presence and stuff it, like it must. that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I feel like it would. I think so. Do we, you have we, a good Australian presence. Yeah, we, we uh, yeah, we we do. I feel I mean, like you go there a lot. We've been down there with Beartooth. I remember Beartooth uh, and us both supported uh, Pierce the Veil, and it was. Had a great time. That's before Hawaii, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Hawaiian Brian's ripping gigs on the islands. <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> oh, man. Um, we could talk a bit about River Oaks. Do you want to talk about River Oaks or do you want to talk about your podcast? What do you want to do well, first? All of it. Let's do all of it. This is a podcast, so let's talk about the podcast. Sure. Lead Singer Syndrome. Yes. 
You're a bit of a podcaster. I am. I would. I'd say yeah. at this point, defined, I cannot. I have to take that title. Define the title it. for sure. Yes, I'll give you that. I mean, if we're gonna claim it, then I mean, well, good you lord. It, I have um, Dion O'Sanders <laughs> that one and to... really run with the ball. <laughs> so you know? um, it's obviously an amazing podcast. It's been going for years now. Yeah, How many years is that? Three or four? Four. Uh, it's three. been almost four years. Wow. How many episodes do you have? One hundred and eighty. That's that awesome. Yeah, I, I the, at the first the first guest was Caleb. It was. Shaved so, it off. He shaved a few it. years off my age as well in that episode. I remember listening to it, and he would like it said I was like twenty one or something, and I was like. Oh, thanks. Even though I was like, he just didn't want to sound like he was with an older girl. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was it was funny because that's the first it was the first one I ever recorded, and when I lis- listened back to it, and I have a couple times. I'm like, I did pretty good job. It was like, a really good off, episode. Yeah. And I mean, Caleb is and I are are obviously like really close, and yeah. you know, we we always whenever we talk, it's always real natural and easy. So that helps. But yeah, since then I've had interviewed some of my favorite artists, and do and, you have a favorite? Um, Guess that you've had. I, I, uh, it's getting harder. I'm picking a favorite Silverstein album. This <laughs> I got so many. I'm so prolific in these podcast. things I do. No, I, um, just such an overachiever. Shane. It's hard to pick. It's hard to pick just one. Honestly, like just so is there, many. Is there someone things. that you haven't interviewed that you would die to interview? Like Paul McCartney or something. I How mean, about Paul McCartney or something? Florida's does not like, Paul, like McCartney. Paul McCartney. We recently did oh, an episode recently about the Beatles and it's a real sticking point. I know. I heard that one. I was like, damn, that's a good one. I wanted to pick. Well, it's, it's more Beatles for songs. my mom because she hates Paul McCartney now. Because she mm. loved the Beatles. But I just, you know, stick the knife in whenever I can with really Paul McCartney. Really jab it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I'd love so to don't, talk. I'd don't love pick to talk. Paul McCartney. I would love to talk yeah. to him. Or like, or like, you know, talking about dream guests. Like, I don't know, like James Hetfield. Or uh, Axl Rose, something yeah. like crazy, something crazy would be would be like really fun and just That'd be cool, you know, you know Trent Reznor maybe, yeah, and like and like you know, um, wait, is Trent it, the one that really was in jail? That. No, oh, no, he, he was did. the one that was in jail for like trying to murder his wife. Oh, that's Tim Lambesis. Oh, terrible. Definitely not the same guy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's if it gets little... with a T, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, we, so I I I really enjoyed it and it's been great and. Um, Check it out. LeadSaverCenter.com. You-, you can probably just, whatever you listen to this in, just search for mine. Finish this one. Search for mine and uh, add me. Well, you, you can take a breather. You can type it in and then come back. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll give him permission nap. to do that. Then- Lead Singer Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Come on back. Sure. That's fine. <laughs> sure. Hit a, hit a subscribe. All right. So you're just going to carry on doing that for the... the uh- foreseeable future. That you love a, it that so was much. Loud. That was a good open. I, I'm, yeah, there's no sign of stopping. I mean... Um, do you think you'll ever run out of Lead Singers? I could just do him again. That's true. Caleb's so done a couple. True. He's done two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's people have go done round two. again. Full All right. So singing. what are we? Yeah, I do. It's terrible though. What are we drinking today, guys? Ooh, that's not as good as my other drink. That's for sure. That's, that's <laughs> well, the wait, cheapest let's of the cheap. This because what did you say? I texted you and I said, um, "What beer do you want, or what alcohol do you want yes. for the podcast?" And what did you say? I said, "Literally the cheapest thing in the store. Bring me that per yep. unit." This is by far the cheapest I could find. And um, what is it? What is it? Old it's Milwaukee. Old Milwaukee Light. Light. It was thirteen ninety nine for thirty of them. What? So per can. <laughs> Does we're it taste like that? Real cheap. Yeah, well, that's not so I was just, like I was math, just drinking but. a Mystic Mama, which is kind of a craftier, a little crafty thing. Jackie looks very jazzy. I just burped into the microphone. Nice. It's, it's, so it's a bit of a different beer. This is India Pale Ale, seven percent. So we got a couple, and now you're couple drinking switching to an old Milwaukee. Old Milwaukee. What light. is that? Is it just a, a lager? A I think it's just a, a lager. lager. It, it, oh, it actually does say some information. It says since 1849. It doesn't say how much alcohol is in it. It's got a pinup on the side, which, which is, is kind of weird. Great. I've definitely had old Milwaukee before. 
Um, it's no it, hams. I'm I will a hams say though. Guy. I will say though. I, I give this the thumbs up. This is this is absolutely fine. Thirteen ninety nine for I, thirty. You I've can't drank, have high expectations. I, exactly, and I don't, and it's not bad. I've drank a yeah. lot of bad beer. Sure. Um, and this is this ranks <laughs> solidly in the middle, mid tier, upper echelon, mid tier. <laughs> Giving a lot of time to Milwaukee. That uh, Lou, what are you drinking? I am drinking. <laughs> I talk a lot. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. fine. That's why we're here. I no, am drinking fine. a little craftier one with a palm tree on it from New Belgium. Called the Passion Fruit Kolsch, a little fruity, a little summery. It's pretty Wonderful. good. It's not old Milwaukee, but it It'll definitely do. wasn't thirteen ninety nine for thirty of them. Um, I'm drinking Ace. What is that? Cider. Ace. It's a Perry one, so it's pear flavored. That'll okay. do. It's good. It'll do. Can't have the beer, so that'll do. Um, Getting it done. Luke was gonna buy a beer that he said, "Oh, the Natty Light has a new." Have beer. you had Natter Days? Have you heard of this? The saga of this. You probably don't even know what Natty Light the nation. is. Natter Days? Have you heard of Natty Light? Of course. Okay, so Natty Light put out a thing called Natter Days, which is like a beer. It's, I guess, like kind of like a shandy, but it's like a strawberry lemonade summer like beer. Okay. okay. And it's like bright pink with flamingos it on flamingos it. has flamingos on it. Oh, and like I was that. like, you should have got yeah. it. Those, yeah, we should have done Silver it. For Silver Tooth. Um, okay, what subject have you picked today, Shane? Um, well, I wanted, to, I wanted to get a little real. Um, oh, this episode it. of my top five as a podcast, <laughs> and um, uh, I decided to go with top five heartbreaks. Oh, we're dark gonna go people. emo on your ass. I was gonna say you're still living that, that emo dream. And <laughs> we were driving and, down in floors like the original emo right here. And I'm not. It, it doesn't have to be like you know just to just to so people understand. It, it doesn't have to be like your top five personal relationship breakup heartbreaks. Yeah. It can kind of be anything that's happened. That's good. Cause um, I don't have five of those. I and, definitely and don't. I decided that I was going to start with the, the least of the heavy things. You're going to build up for and the heavy. The, exactly. Do we need to get exactly. you some, are you going to be crying? Do we need some tissues? Well, um, we get some tissues. I'll just, I'll Maybe just use my board paper. man gets paid shirt. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Respect. show the Raptors. Raptors. Um, I don't know so, what any of this means. They just so, yeah, won so, the NBA so championship kinda, Yes, yes, they did. So that's kind of the the whole thing. And um, I've got a bunch of different things, a okay, bunch of different I just topics. Have to, a lot of experience to say in heartbreak. Before we get started, that a couple of mine are like heartbreak, like in a TV show. That's a, like, I think that's like, fine. Oh, okay, did, it break, did it break hearts? Oh, yeah. Well, then. Yeah, shizzle manizzle. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Snoop I mean, Dogg broke hearts. Are you getting that? <laughs> the ending of Sopranos. It's not a Snoop God. TV show. No. I think of Sopranos was. I thought the power went. I didn't know what the fuck was happening in that one. Okay, that was Wait, heartbreaking. Did you, have you? Are you still watching? No, the I just finished it. I just oh, finished okay. it like a month ago. Okay, well, I finally I watched through the Sopranos. Was it heartbreaking at the end? For it you? was. Does that so make, is I, that your so top five? I will say no. Number five? It's not in my top five. The <laughs> reason being is that I was prefaced that it kind of has a wild, unhappy ending. So I was kind of going yeah, in like, mundane. I was kind of going in like, it's not going to be great at the end, yeah. but I kind of like appreciated it, yeah. to be honest. Now, now that very I feel like it's like had some Mad time. Men ending. I liked Mad Men ending. Yeah, but I'm saying it's very similar. Like yeah. it kind of ends. And Open. You're like, uh. It was kind of like, what? Never saw, never watched Mad Men. Never got, never got there. I will get there. Out. Yeah, you should, you should get there. Tell me what happened. All right. So you want to kick us off? I'll kick us off. So number five, I'm starting, I'm starting pretty light. Okay. Now, number five is. My favorite Thai restaurant closing down. <laughs> wow. Um, this was really, really heartbreaking. And it, it had a little extra kick, which goes to another like one, a thai, of my, like spice, one of my other ones. Spice. Well, there was a reason because so I, I got home from tour. And so this so this place had the best fucking Tom Yum soup ever in the history of the world. And Nowhere else had a, had a soup this good. So I would go for the soup, 
They knew me. I'd go in. Like I had my, it was thirteen ninety nine. I got the drink. I gave them the twenty dollar bill. I had the whole routine. They knew me. It was great. It was your thing. But I would go with my ex sometimes. So, you know, we'd broken up, and I wanted to go. I got off tour. I was like, I just need to go. I just need to get the soup. And I got there, and I pulled in, and they turned it into a fish and chips restaurant. Uh, and I was like, brutal. It was just like everything. Like it was like I don't know. Just for some reason, I just looked at it. I can still remember that ugly ass fish and chips. Okay, I've got to interrupt you there because this isn't on my list, but I would fucking kill for some actual, authentic, real deal fish and chips in America. Too soon, too soon. Don't bring this up right now. (laughs) The man's heartbroken. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Wait, how recently was this? Oh, no, this is a long time ago now. This is like defensive time. Well, not that. uh, Three years, three and a half years ago. That's pretty fresh. yeah, I'm just, I'm kidding about has, the fish and Has chips nothing thing. filled the void? Has there <laughs> but, been anything close to well, filling the void? Well, I will say that what I did after this, and, and here's another it's thing cried. about each of these top fives. I want to kind of talk about how I've learned from it. Sure. Or not learned from it, but okay, you know, nice. how, how I've learned a lesson from each thing. I like it. So this one, um, I learned how to cook Thai food. Wow. So I went out and I got a well, couple Thai food that. books Man. and I went to an Asian grocery store and uh, this is pretty funny. I go to the Asian grocery store. I don't know what the shit looks like that sure. I need. And all of it is in, you know, Asian writing. Oh, my oh God. No. And uh, the translation in English just says vegetable. That's fine. Like, that is not helpful. Some veg. But I got what I needed, and I've made some pretty good Tom Yum soup now. I don't know if I'll ever top. I don't know that you can. that place. Yeah. But no, I hate I have it to when go that next. happens. I have to, because oh, my okay, number five go. also involves food. Oh, okay. Look at that. Okay, so... Is it my, when the McRib stopped? <laughs> it has nothing to do with the McRib. I don't know if I've ever even eaten a McRib. I mean, I haven't, but... Maybe. I don't, no, I love food. And my favorite food is chicken wings. Buffalo wings, spicy chicken wings. That's my thing. But anyway, apparently this theme in my life is that my favorite wing places just closed down. And I have no more good wings in my life. Because <laughs> there was a place when I was growing up, me and my dad and Caleb would go to this place called Hammond's. And we get these really cheap chicken wings and they were amazing. And it's like a nostalgic memory for me. I was going to say, is it the memory that made them good? No, or is well, it maybe. I can't probably. vouch anymore. Yeah. I haven't had them in like 10 years. Closed down. Can't mm. get them anymore. I go to this place. My friend lived, moved to Atlanta. Takes us to this place, this little mom and shop wing place. And it. Well, I had it one time. Hands down the greatest chicken wings I've ever had. Even more than Hammond's. More than Well, granted, the nostalgia of Hammond's okay, lives okay, in okay. infamy. But... <laughs> This new place was, it was called Longhorn and it was true. Not like the steakhouse, not Longhorn Steakhouse. (laughs) Longhorn wings. It blew my brain. It was so good. It was just this, like this couple. And it was like their kid ran the register. He was like, definitely should have been in school. (laughs) We go back, gone. Never again. I will never have it again. Did they move anywhere or they just shut up? No, they're gone. They're gone forever. The kid was obviously doing a terrible job. I know. Probably got in trouble for having a kid working there. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, and then there's another place called Damon's, which is like a sports bar. Good wings, gone. So every good Hmm. wing place I ever love, gone. Is there anywhere left in Columbus that you love? The only place I can get good wings in Columbus is when your husband is home and can make me chicken wings. (laughs) Caleb makes the best chicken wings I've ever had. He's really good. But um, other than that, I can't go get wings. I mean, I can get wings, but they're like, yeah. this is, they're just this standard. Is so B dubs is not for you. <laughs> B dubs. I, I almost <laughs> I've never had it. So. I don't know. It's a real letdown. I love chicken wings and so, everyone no, I love goes must, away. You must eat chicken wings when Caleb's not there. I do, but they're not good. Oh, okay. Like, they they're just all satisfy. subpar chicken wings. Yeah, like, I hate that. Generic, yeah. boring. Man, food. I didn't even so think about it. It's like a heartbreak food. of my whole life. 
I don't just know, man. getting your hopes up and then getting it I'm pulled like away. I'm really again. upset thinking about this now. I've like pushed <laughs> this away. Shaking. I pushed it away, and now here we are. You shook? Everything you love just disappears, Luke. I know. Well, Terrible. it comes to food. I don't have any food on my list. What's wow. your five? Although I do miss, I do miss fish, like chip shop chips. Mm. That is a big heartbreak in my life because <laughs> America's like we do fish and chips here, and I'm like, no, you fucking don't. That is not a chip shop chip. I don't know. I there's, can vouch that they're way better over there. Yeah, I've, 100%. I, my number five is music related. It's very serious. Okay. okay. It was when One Direction went on hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> you and my wife, you and Allie, I'm page with that. is judging me so hard right now, but I will Let tell him you judge, something. Fleur. Let him judge. One Direction gave a light in my life that. <laughs> That no other boy band in my older years has ever given me. It's definitely like I'm surprised at the choice because that when did when how old were you when you first heard this band? Um, twenty four. It's a little old to be. Don't say that. Don't say that to four of my wife. Never, never despite like the power of the boy band. Mm. Trust me when I say that. Like when I went to One Direction shows and I went to them. She did. I had second row for one of them. I got guest list, got second row. It was amazing. She claims Harry made He eye did contact. actually. No, he spoke to me. He spoke to you? Yeah. Wow. Well, he spoke to me. I, I do honor. say big guilty pleasure song for me is the, uh, the story of my life. Yeah. So here you are shitting on it. That song, you're that song on it. rules. And I'm then, sorry. Well, it's pouring her I mean, heart out here. No, look. Okay, you I'll must tell have you a why. very, very good life I if that's am... in your top five. <laughs> I'm just saying. like. Well, I did say to you, I, I've always been the dumpy, never the dumper. Like, no, I've always been the dumper, never the dumpy. So I don't have any of those. <laughs> okay. She well, does um, the dumping. Sometimes break, let, letting someone go can be tough. Yeah, too, I have one of those. Claire's got a cold okay. heart. But um, no, so I, I went, I was thinking musically and I was like, mm-hmm. I just really love a good pop song. So if that gets taken away from me, I'm sad about it. Crap. Plus, I'm in love with Harry Styles. It's fine. My it's husband true. knows. Um He's, he does solo stuff, so it's fine. I can still see him. But they've been on hiatus, and they say they're coming back. They better come back and do a farewell tour, otherwise I will be incredibly upset. You think they will? Yeah. They, they, they would be stupid if they didn't. They do love money. They could make so. like 20 mil in like six months yeah. each or something. <laughs> Factual. Easy. Hey, look Just at Jonas me. Brothers. Works for them. True. Yeah, I never listened to them. The one brother that wasn't doing yeah, anything. Yeah, when I was like 11, it was Hanson. Mm-hmm. So I was like madly in love with Taylor Hanson when I was like 10 or 11. And they just never quit. They just keep yeah. trucking. They're still good. I saw them here like a few years ago. Yeah. It was amazing. Just keep cooking. It's They're crazy. so good live. Anyway, so I love a boy band, love a good pop song. One Direction going on. I, they were just a joy in my life that I very, mm-hmm. very miss. There's a hole. There's a hole. There's a hole. Where, and then nothing has filled it. There's yeah. no good boy band since. Wow. There just really isn't. Tell me a new boy band I couldn't even good. tell you a one that exists right now. Exactly. I couldn't tell Jonas you. Brothers. I saw New Kids on the Block the other day. There you go. Literally uh, a week ago, I saw them. Oh, I've been watching about a reunion. I was amazed how good they were. I've been watching a TV show with Donnie Wahlberg. Amazing actor. The TV show is a pile of shit, and he, he is so he, good. He was great on stage. Like He, he, he was, it was impressive. Sense. It was impressive. Yeah. I've always loved a boy band. So, yeah. like, I love like heavy music, obviously, but I've still got a love in my heart for the pop. So. Yeah. It's it's a hole in my heart right now that needs to be refilled with a reunion tour, and this then I'll be okay again. Your top five heartbreaks. So yeah, yes, Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I have had a Jeez. great life, and what? <laughs> <laughs> you okay, did Shane, say disagreeing is the point of this show. At the four? top of You're the talking hour. about freaking okay. Thai food, and you're mad at me about One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my number four is sports related. Love it. Nice. Comes I have down one. to gonna connect with you on this. The Toronto Maple Leafs 
Yeah. Blowing a 4-1 lead Oof. in Game 7 against the Boston Bruins in, I think it was 2013. Ice Oof. hockey, right? Yes, ice hockey. <laughs> I was in Japan at the time. Uh, so I woke up real early in the morning to watch the game. And, you know, I was like, oh, they got this. There's like 10 minutes to go in the game. And I'm all, out in the hallway talking to my girlfriend at the time about the uh, whatever, you know, yeah, on tour. And then Paul Mark's like, Comes out in the hallway. He's like, um, it's 4-2. Uh, I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's he comes fine. out again. He goes, it's 4-3. You got to go inside. Com- comes out again. I'm like, babe, I'll call you back. <laughs> and uh, oh my God, they fucking, they lost the game. Do you blame game yourself seven. for being outside? You know what? Do you I, put I, it on yourself? Wait, wait, wait. wait. What, how long was left in the game? There was like, I think there was like 13 minutes left in the okay, game. Okay, wow. They... Like it was, it was, there's 60 minutes in a hockey game. Yeah, yeah. So 13 minutes to go and they lost, they gave up four goals to lose the game in game seven. And it was like a crushing blow. I yeah, wouldn't it wasn't from something that. I could get some ramen and forget about. You so, know? <laughs> I've, got not some, even there. I've got some on my list coming. Have you supported that vein. team since you were little? Yeah, my whole life. And they, they've been kind of the laughing stock of the NHL. Did they you grow up in won. Toronto? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, Toronto area. Uh, and uh, yeah, they haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. And when they did win it, there was only six teams. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's been a really rough uh, road. Yeah. And they also lost again this year to Boston in game seven, but yep. not in that dramatic fashion. Yeah. Well, yep. oh no, the Blue Jackets did beat Boston. Hey, right? wait, can we not talk about this? This might come up on my oh, list a little no, bit later. Boston okay. didn't. Sorry, we I might, was trying to remember who the Jackets actually beat. Well, what's your number four? Number yeah, four is, four, not, is not sports, okay, but it will nice. get to sports. It was a classic friend zone. Situation. Nice. I don't have a lot of like super heartbreaks because growing up, I was just the friend zone guy. You know what I mean? Like I was the overweight <laughs> I mean, I funny guy <laughs> that I didn't get the opportunity to get my heart broken because I just got friend zone. But I was it. It was just this. It was this classic situation of a girl that I'm crushing on real hard. And like we even I, she even went to prom with me. Oh, I was really? like, yeah, got her to go to prom with me, which is a huge feat. I'm not saying like I was a big weirdo or something, but, you know, it wasn't like. The, the we catch might have to of put the town. Up a photo of your prom no, on no, no. <laughs> but anyway, it, the story is not really that vast, except it was just a continuous. I never, it never worked just out. A whole I just a few years just, of heartbreak. Are we no, talking like middle that, school, no, no, high, high school? school? It was not like years of it. It was just like I don't know. It's Did that, you like her for a long time? Yeah, a considerable amount of time, okay. I would say. But it was just uh, one of those. And she always, she knew just, that you liked her. I would say it was safe yeah. to say. I wouldn't say name? I ever got first the ball. Yeah, what's first her name? Let's look her up. I can't do that. I can't do it. All you got to do is look up who I went to prom with. You can find it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think easy. I ever I'm had sure. the balls. That's very <laughs> I know. Well, you could Instagram. <laughs> uh, you go way back. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what Instagram. Maybe Facebook. Instagram wasn't around Facebook for sure. Anyway, I, yeah, I, I don't have a great, there's no great story except there was just a, a life. Years of, of just, unrequited just love. Constant heartbreak. Is Damn, all dude. It was. Yeah, I know. I, wow, I feel already depressed. I ended up, in fairness to me, she ended up friend zoning another one of my friends that we, it was a whole thing. Does she so, see you now and you're like, yeah, bitch. I'm making it. No, she's got a kid now and oh, married terrible. and she's doing good. Oh, okay. She's, that's doing, a, good she's thing. a great person. <laughs> great person, doing great in life. We've all moved on. Shout I'm happily out to married. The prom date. Yeah. <laughs> just such as what it was. I mean, everyone when you're that age, yeah. you're like, I never had the balls to like make a real move. So, 
So it was your fault. It, it probably was. No, she probably knew. Girls always know. Girls know. Girls There's are one smart. thing that women know, it's that. Yeah, they you're, know you're when smart. someone's into them. You're way smarter than we are, and I definitely was Boys terrible at reading signs. More evil More yes, evil way more That's evil. Confirmed. I was incredibly evil to a bunch of men. Well, as the dumper, yeah. apparently. As the dumper, Big yeah. dumper. Yeah, this, so. is, this is actually my number four. <laughs> Okay. Did you friend zone someone? No, I did not friend zone someone. Okay. It was someone I actually dated. I think okay. we were like 13, So you 14. got to that. They, they got to that point. With oh, you. I was ruthless in school. I remember sure. dating this one guy for a week, dumping him for this other guy, and then dumping that guy and going back to the other guy. <laughs> but that's not my story. Man. So my story. <laughs> Look out, Caleb. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I was, like I said, I was ruthless. Because girls are evil. Girls are the devil. So I Strong. was dating this guy. Shout out to Nobby. True story. Nobby? That's his nickname. I've heard that. Um, I love that. I don't think I even knew his name for like years. Why was he called this? <laughs> okay, so we had this thing in school where everyone had nicknames. And if if someone had randomly called you something once. Does knob not mean penis? It does, but Nobby, first of all, there was a very successful. penis at that age. No, I didn't. Yeah, there boy. was a very successful footballer, a okay. soccer player in England okay. called Nobby. And, um, but. Did he look like him? He got the nickname because he was playing football, soccer. Okay. And someone wanted the ball from him and they went, pass over in, Nobby. And it stuck with him to this day. Just forever. From the age of like He's nine. still called this. Still wow. called Nobby. Wow. That's brutal. Uh, real name, James. Um, Nobby but James. we were dating for, I don't know, a couple of months. How, old, like, how, how long do you date at that age? Not very long. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, I guess it depends on the But we were like person. super best friends. We were like this group of friends, all super best friends. And I remember being in, it was either Spanish or it was French. I think it was Spanish. So it was Spanish. No, it was French. Because Spanish there was a French? cloud above my head that I used to find think was this is gonna sound make me sound really bad, but it, it I when you're eleven you laugh at this stuff. It basically there was clouds with phrases on them. So on one side it right. said it in English and then one side it said in French. And there was one that said just suis en retard, which meant sorry I'm late. Like I'm late. Yikes. And we would just laugh because <laughs> like that looks funny when you're eleven. <laughs> anyway, so I was in French. I remember the cloud going above my head. And um, I was writing notes to my friend, Ashley. Shout out to Ashley. She was my best friend in school. Fun fact, we teachers did not know what to do with us because we would write notes to each other all throughout the lesson. Then they would, they would separate us because we were talking and slash writing notes to each other. Still did that. Then they separated us further. We learned sign language to talk to each other. And then they banned sign language in our classes just because they just didn't know what to do with us. They were like, we don't know how Trauma to stop makers. you from talking. That's intense. Anyway, so I sat next to her. I was writing her a note saying, I'm going to break up with Nobby. <laughs> <laughs> and Nobby had known something was up. Nobby, it was, Nobby was, he could tell, he could tell he could something was leaves. a little bit wrong. Um, and his friend grabbed the note, intercepted the note. And showed it to Nobby, and Nobby just burst out crying in the middle oh, of French. Oh, poor Nobby. Wow. I feel for the guy. But because he was crying, I started kind of like You're tearing up? crying. Like, I started crying because I felt so bad because he was crying. I wasn't, oh. like, upset. I was just, oh. I felt so guilty. Oh. And my teacher literally stopped the class and was like, do you need to go outside into the hallway to talk about this? We're, like, 12 You're or You're going to sort it out? Yeah, and they're like, do you want to go and do some, like, counseling? We've got a counselor here that's <laughs> wow. going to work through this with you. It was, you. like, a whole thing. And I just remember, like, I laugh about it now because, I mean, you're that age. It's so dramatic. Sure. How dramatic can you get? But like, literally, Nobby just, like, burst into tears. He's probably going to listen to this and be like, Fleur's such a lie. Nobby, you burst into tears. Nobby, you um, were crying. You were a crier. our source. I mean, it, like, a couple of days later, we were, like, fine. Do you know what I mean? But it was very dramatic. It's one of those things that sticks out to me from school days because it was so, like, 
the whole class was basically involved in this breakup. Did he hate his nickname at the time that you dumped him, or was he no, embracing he's just, it? He's always been knobby. So we had like another was, friend who okay. was a guy called Sam. His nickname was Betty. 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 B e t t y. Wow. And he's still called Betty nicknames. to this day. Why? No idea why it's he's called Betty, Betty? but it's yeah, weird. everyone had stupid nicknames. Never had a cool nickname. I don't think Betty Come. or Nobby would qualify <laughs> as a cool nickname, so maybe you're better off. I think it does. I, know, I don't have a name that kind of lends itself to nicknames, really. Flurby. People call me Lou now, but... I call you Lou. Yeah. yeah. Shane. It's not really much of a nickname. Shane. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Shane. nothing to do with that. Anyway, so that was my number four. Okay. So number we're three. number three, I guess. Yeah, number three. All right. Um, it's about to get heavy. hey uh, No, not really. Uh, not yet. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping we don't get heavy at number three because oh, by wait, number oh, one, wait, we'll no, all be looking, in tears. Actually, I was looking at the wrong thing. This oh, is gosh. actually really heavy. Oh, gosh. Um, get oh into God. it, people. So this, this, was, uh, this is about, well, I, it's kind of a, a two, two people that uh, I lost. Um, one, uh, John Beats, the drummer for Bayside. We were on tour with them um, 2005, and uh, their van flipped over. Uh, we were driving behind them actually like, a, we couldn't see them, but we were, you know, behind them and they were driving and, uh, yeah, he, he was crushed by the van and killed oh my God. and, uh, Jeez. it was really, really rough. We, uh, our driver saw that there was a wreck and, and kind of noticed that it was a van. So we, we pulled over and I kind of made the mistake of getting out of the van, out of, out of the bus. I mean, cause we were in a bus and they were in a van. So I got out of the, uh, the bus and, and took a look and. Wish I never done, never oh, did that, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, it was it was really, really, really hard um, to lose a friend that you you know you just spoke to, you just had a beer with, yeah. just you know was I was talking to them about how their tires were like a little sketchy and they were a little worried about the icy roads and uh, losing John was was really really tough. We stopped the tour. We we all flew to New York for his funeral and everything, and uh, um, it was pretty rough. And then shortly after that. Uh, just a couple years later, uh, we lost Casey from Hawthorne Heights. He was also on tour when he when he passed uh, due to some kind of strange uh, interaction between like some he had he went to the dentist and he had like a root canal and they gave him some kind of painkillers that interacted with some kind of antidepressants he was taking or something like that nice. is the story that I heard and so that was like a weird kind of freaky thing. So losing those two guys um, that were like came up with us and our peers and everything were was definitely really really tough. Um, That's hard. But well, people don't think how dangerous touring is for bands, especially in vans and stuff, and even in yeah. buses. I mean, obviously, what happened to the the ghost inside? It's right. like yeah, like bad. Like if you're driving for days on end on the road, like and there's so many places with like like icy on was the it in canada and... that that happened no it was um it was in wyoming uh, the, wow. the drive yeah. between uh denver and salt lake city it's like a very long treacherous drive through the mountains and there was a petition that went around after this happened and a few other bands have, have crashed there too um there was a petition going around with all the agents to to say uh please book a day off between right. between those two markets Damn. And for a while, people were doing that, but obviously, inevitably, it just you know, people forget. It, yeah, yeah. It, it it stops. But I guess part of the part of it though was, and I was supposed to do, and I forgot with the Toronto Maple Leafs blowing <laughs> the lead with the, with what I learned from this. <laughs> with the Maple Leafs, I learned that sports are just sports. Yeah, and sports are mean, and you can't put too much into it. Yep. You know, that's a you're, you're bound to get heartbroken. But with this, I think it just taught taught me that you know, 
life is precious and also that you have to be really careful on tour what you do and and you have to put safety before everything else right and uh you know if you're tired don't drive if you're you know whatever like all these different rules that i think over time people tour and tour and tour and everything's fine you know you, you should never feel like you're invincible because yeah. you're not yeah and we're very fragile as human beings and stuff. Well, so Caleb's like that, on so. tour in Europe right now and they were having a terrible time with like getting through some mountains in like Switzerland or something. Yeah. And the driver was clearly, he says the like kind of driver didn't really know what he was doing. He was like nervous or whatever, but the bus stopped and then two tires exploded. What? And if the two tires had been exploded when they were moving. That's weird. Then the bus would have just like. I don't know, gone into a freaking mountain. I mean, yeah, like you, you yeah. look at like the ghost inside and, right. and what they went through. Um, I mean, it, it can happen to anyone at any time. And you, yeah, so it's. Yeah, it's terrifying. You got to, I mean, you, there's certain things you, you can only do so much, but yeah. you can do, you can do something. You it. can take precautions. So. Yeah. Well, well, I feel bad about talking about Nobby I now. I know, man, Nobby. <laughs> My number three is definitely not that, that much heartbreaking because that's really, really sad. But anyway, I'm going to pick it back up a little bit, but it's still sad. As a youth, I was, this is coming back to sports. A lot of my stuff's about sports. I'm a big sports guy. Sports, but anyway, I grew up guy. big golf fan. Me and my dad, golf, yeah. that was our thing for a lot of our growing up. I mean, a lot of sports, but we loved golf. Tiger Woods was my guy. He was my, Tiger Woods was everything for me. Is like I was the perfect age for Tiger's rise to stardom. Yes. And he was everything for the sport. He changed every single thing about how people thought about the sport and did actually a ton of good for it. I mean, got a lot of people like playing golf that never would have before. But so dull. He obviously had his meteoric fall from grace. Yes, with he did. his terrible hookers. All the stuff that came out. <laughs> Would you say with these terrible hookers? Well, yeah, I mean, just you well, know, it was a lot of all wasn't hookers. just hookers. It was, it was just know, infidelity. Just infidelity. Yeah. With, yeah, I think like if I mean, we're in talking fairness, about, he was winning when it was happening. Yeah, so. I mean, I guess if we're talking about things that we learned from it, my the thing I learned from it was that you can't put too much stock in people that are celebrities as like role models because yeah. they're just not. They're just like people that can make, make mistakes, mistakes and, yeah. mm -hmm. so that was really hard. I will say that like. It obviously came back around. He's like redeemed him. He, so he not only fell off in his personal life, but fell off the map of golf. Like, he, I mean, he completely came well, out of the sport just, with all his injuries and all this yeah. stuff. So for me, it's like that was just such a meaningful thing. For me, that was just really, really hard. And now he's come back and has won and has kind of redeemed his image in gonna, a lot of ways. Do you think he's going to get to the 18 or 19 majors? I think it's going to be really hard. I think that winning the Masters and coming back and getting a major was maybe like the biggest feat that he could have achieved. Do will he? I mean, I'm not going to say he won't win another major because I think he's very. But capable. he won't pass Nick. Nicholas. I don't know that he's going to pass Nicholas because there's so much good competition now. These guys right. are yeah. younger and hit it farther. When he was coming up, he hit it farther than everybody. He was just better than everybody, and he's still Tiger Woods. He'll Do you always think be Tiger when he Woods, won the Masters, he should have just mic dropped the? Club I mean, and then you could have, but with golf, done. I mean, he could play another ten or twelve years and That's still true. be competitive. That's true. You could be mega yeah. old and play, play that. until you're, you know, fifty and still compete. But I don't know if he'll ever pass Jack. But I think that you know, it was really great for me. I mean, the moment where he won, I mean, I was like, 
it just brought so much nostalgia back from nostalgia back for me. It was such a meaningful thing. Obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's the greatest guy off the, the course because he's <laughs> clearly got a Terrible. track record that's yeah. not great. But right. like just his redemption in that way for me meant a lot. So and what was the heartbreak when he collapsed? The heartbreak was the collapse okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just as a side note of this, I have to tell this little Tiger Woods story that was also a heartbreak. I went to our, I live in Columbus and there was a golf tournament that we would go to every year. My dad would take me. We probably went seven straight years. I was a little kid. And so I go and one year we, I bring my friend to this tournament. I'm like bringing him with me. He can come watch. Tiger's caddy throws him Tiger Woods's golf ball, like coming off of the course. And I was like, you motherfucker, you're not going to give me this golf ball. I'm the Tiger Woods fan. I'm yeah, the but one he coming. No, he didn't even care. He didn't care about golf. I brought him there. It was a heartbreak for me because I was like, I just want Tiger Woods golf wow. ball. It would mean a ton to me. Good mate. I was and pissed. Does he still I to still this day have this golf? I bet he does. I haven't talked to him in a long time. Maybe he sold he it. Does. Oh, you didn't talk to him after that, did no, you? No, I was done. Just wrote him off. I don't know. We're not wow. really friends much anymore, but wow. that was a heartbreak for me as a, as a young kid. I was like, just a jealous kid. I was like, I've been coming to this for so all these years. I don't get Tiger Woods' golf ball. I don't know. I was just jealous. I yeah. I don't. I don't really like golf. So Look, you're sorry. not relating, and that's fine. But I was just yeah. upset. I was like, just give me I the golf ball. I get it. I get it. I have a sports related one in just my give me the golf in mind, so it's fine. Wouldn't have been so bad. You <laughs> didn't even care. Ball. I love that you feel like some entitlement because yeah, you took him. That you're I like. Do. He didn't. He, I don't know. I put the time in. <laughs> so what are we at? Number okay, three, we're, I'm at my number three. Um, my mine like I'm sorry, but mine aren't like that crazy deep. It's but okay, this right? like. Broke hearts across the world. Across? It's not One Direction. Calm down, Shane. Don't mm -hmm. give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The movie Love Actually. Oh. Whoa. Your favorite Keira Knightley? <laughs> Don't bring up that bitch. <laughs> um, not only have I seen this movie a couple times, I've seen it recently. Okay. And so, so you know like what I'm going to be talking Christmas? about. Actually, I don't. Um, Alan Rickman. Mm. She in Bastard. Oh, okay. oh yeah. man. Oh my God. Okay, biggest heartbreak in a movie. One of the biggest heartbreaks because there's plenty of movies with crazy heartbreaks in them. But the moment- That he actually did it. That he actually went through with it. Yeah. With the and then the moment where she's like, oh, let's all open one present on like Christmas Eve before we go out. And she doesn't have the- And it doesn't have the necklace and it has yes. the CD, spoiler uh. alert. And she goes up to her bedroom, puts on the CD and it's Joni Mitchell and she just cries. Ugh. How are you going to do Emma <sighs> Thompson like that? Oh, How are you going to do it like and that? And Alan Rickman as well. I know. He's what always a such a good guy. I know. Yeah. Um, devastation. Except Die Hard. He wasn't a good guy in Die Hard. Well, Hans was just, you know, misunderstood. Well, that's but fair. <laughs> yeah, um, that, but that there's is no a, being misunderstood in love, actually. That is a pretty brutal part. I, yeah. I, uh, yeah I, because I'm, she just knows that, that he's given the necklace to the girl that, that is, she knows that is, is flirting with him. Man. And you're like, we've been married for like freaking 15, uh, 20 years and you're doing this to me? That hurts me. Motherfucker. That honestly is like, every t every Christmas I watch it and every Christmas it, it never gets better. It's it always doesn't get the better. worst it part of the movie. It probably just gets worse, really. Oh, so upsetting. I feel it in my fingers. <laughs> feel it in my toes. <laughs> feel it in my toes. What a banger. Christmas is all. <laughs> Christmas is all. <laughs> you can't fit two syllables into that. There's only meant to be one. What a good movie. Um, yeah, fantastic movie. But honestly, that really sticks out to me as one of the saddest parts of like a... A love movie? I don't know. Like, yes. I don't know. I, it still I, I sticks totally to me to this day. The, there was no redemption deep, really either, right? No. Well, at the end, she basically says to him, if you were me, would you stay with you for right. doing what you've done? 
Because I didn't know this growing up as a kid. I was like, oh, all he did was give her a necklace. What's the issue? Like, that's obviously terrible, but what's the issue? And then I didn't know that the director had the scene where the young girl, the young lady, young girl, that makes him sound like a pedo. Yeah, that's not good. Um, Is in her underwear in her bedroom and she's putting on the necklace. And apparently that was meant to signify that Alan Rickman had banged her. Oh. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah I See, I didn't think when I was like 11. That's I what I mean. I thought he went, he went through with it. Yeah, yeah, he did go through with it. So yeah. that's what's like worse. The older you get, you're like, oh, God, if that ever happened to me, I'd die. Man. So that's my, that's my yeah. number three. Alan, how you yeah. gonna do it like that? I know. What a dick. Man. What a bastard. Hey, Shane. <laughs> yes. Is yours also about Alan Rickman? No. Yeah. I assume. That's number one no. on your list. I, I mean, know there's it. probably some Harry Potter heartbreak there somewhere, but oh, I'm not, I'm not a big Harry Potter guy. Uh, so my number two, we got two left. Um, and my number two, we, there's got to be a relationship, relationshipy one in here. Sure. Well, yeah, no so my, <laughs> so my most recent relationship was definitely a uh, very heartbreaking uh, I don't want to get into all the like like specific details, yeah. but That's fair. Uh, it was you know four and a half years. Wow. You, know, you live with somebody, you think you know someone, and then you know similar to your last thing, you know you kind of find the necklace, oh. right? And when you find the the necklace, then you you uh, you realize you know your whole uh, like life for the uh, last you know, amount of time has been, you know, that's brutal, man. Not real. And I guess that's the, that's the hardest part, uh, for anyone to go through. It's, it's not so much that somebody, uh, has moved on or somebody is, is, is like interested in someone else. It's just that you feel so, you know, deceived and like, and like turned on and lied to and all, all that. So, so that's, that's like the, you know, the, the hardest part. And I think, uh, I think what, what was really tough about it was the, uh, a lot of the practical things that happen. like, Oh shit. Well now where do I live? Yeah. Where, right. where you know, you uh, like up? things like that, which are, are like really kind of interesting that when it happens in that case, because then you start to get yourself back a little bit and then, when you start to get yourself back, you have this microscope on yourself that you didn't see things about yourself that you see before because you were so immersed in someone else's shit, you know? And I think that that was almost like twice as heartbreaking. Right. And then you get out there again and you start seeing other Going people. It. And then inevitably there's a rebound and you get your heart broken again and uh, it just compounds did it, did it. it shift a lot of how you had to think about relationships like with something it, that it, big it it definitely did it made me it shifted how i thought about relationships and it shifted how i thought about myself and uh it was really crazy actually how how much that happened and it took a long time but Again, back to the positive of the story sure. and what I learned. What you learn from it. I think, I think you had, like, really, it was just learning that even when you are in a relationship with somebody, you need to keep your own uh, important things that are important to you intact and your yes, own morals. 100%. And your own boundaries. Yeah. Um, you, you, you're allowed to have those. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you can't let someone else take those away from you. Yeah. Um, no matter how close you are to, to, to them or whatever. So 
that's what I learned. But it was, oh, it was, I went through the ringer, dude. Yeah. yeah. One of my good dads. friends had a similar situation. And I think the good side of it is that he's like just absolutely thriving now and has really come out of it yeah. in a way that like, I don't know that he would have otherwise. And he's, it's just like, it's actually really cool to see the, like what he's become as a person. And I don't know, in some ways, like you never want to see that stuff happen, but in some ways, I don't know, it can help you. Like for him, at least it was just like, I don't know that you would be where you are right now otherwise. And it's like a shaping moment, but yeah, I mean, that stuff's always so Absolutely. <laughs> Um, Sorry, that no, was just shitty really because you I, were like, absolutely. 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 Case closed. No, no, but <laughs> I'm it, just but kidding. It, but it, you're right, though. I, I think that, and I've come out way better than I've ever been, you know? Yeah. And, and that's great. And that's, that's like maybe the point of, of this, um, this conversation and like, Exercise. I mean, I love that there's some funny things we talk about and, and whatever, but at the core, you know, like I just put up on, I have, you know, for my podcast, I have a little podcast group a Facebook group that's, you know, for members of the, of kind of the fan club. Yeah. And I put it up like, Hey, what's your top five heartbreaks just to oh, see? Really? Nice. And oh man. Oh God. You'll have, you have to link it. It got talk. like way more crazy than anything we are oh, talking really? about. Like, Oh my Oof. God. And it just goes to show you that, um, you know, I think the, the, the positivity we're trying to pull out of this is, uh, is good for people. That yeah. are gonna listen to this and go, okay, what are, what's my top five heartbreaks? Yeah, and how and did then, I get okay, through it? But how how I'm here now, you know, yeah. and, and how's it made me who I am and yeah. and maybe maybe stronger. Man, I always gotta bounce off of you when you got some real good shit going on. I'm gonna just kinda like bring it back around and talk <laughs> about sports again. <laughs> my next one's sports. Okay. Ohio State? No, not Ohio State. <laughs> There's not a ton of heartbreak with that. Maybe really really in, in, in the nineties there was. In the nineties we had a lot of it from you guys, but uh yeah, so no, mine is is hockey also. I am a lifelong Blue Jackets fan, Columbus Blue Jackets. Love ice hockey. You haven't even been around your whole life. Yeah, 2000. Two th I, was, I was young. Okay. 2000. Yeah, I that's, was you were grade. not born in 2000. No, I know, but I, that's a good chunk of my life. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. true. So we suck, have always sucked. We've never done anything good, really, in the history mm -hmm. of our franchise. Okay. We have had a couple good players come through that have eventually left to go to other teams to be better. But my heartbreak would have to be this season, this, oh. this past season, because over the last couple of years, we finally get getting some momentum, got some good stuff going. Jackets are kind of starting to play some good hockey. The city's getting a little bit of a buzz going, which is good because it's been 15 plus years of just horrible negativity and, not that the city doesn't like it, but it's like you got to do something good eventually yeah. for people to be interested, especially in a, a town that's a football town like ours. But this year we, you know, finally got a good team together. It comes to the trade deadline. We bring in some really good players, but they're all like free agents. So it's kind of like we got to go for it. We're doing it right now. We kind of have Epic a rough, collapse. We have a rough stretch and we make but we make the playoffs by the skin of our teeth. And then we have probably one of the best sports moments of my life, which was we swept a historically great Tampa Bay Lightning who yes. set all kinds of records, arguably one of the best put together teams in a long, long, long time. Yeah. And Tied we the most wins, right? Yeah. And yeah. we sweep them. I mean, yeah. we just dominated them. I mean, it was like not even and I was at game. I was at game four where we swept. Wow. It was like the moment was absolutely unbelievable. I mean, I'm like over the moon excited. 
And then we go to the next se- the next series against Boston, who also broke your heart. And uh, they Fuckers. they just <laughs> took us out. They took us out. How many games? And it was six games. Okay, so you did fight a little. We did fight. We actually were up in the series, and then we just fell apart, and then just couldn't do it. And Can't do it. They were like a buzz saw of a team, and we just didn't have any answers for them. And the real heartbreak is that I really thought this might be our only chance to really do it and go. I don't know if we were going to go all the way, but like. The Jackets have been so bad that we've never even won a playoff series before this year. And then we finally do that, and I'm thinking, okay, we just beat the best team. Who knows what could happen? You don't want to get too far ahead, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. but you obviously get excited yes, if you beat and the I'm best like, team. I know, yeah. and I'm like, I don't want to put a limit on what could happen here. And then we just lose. And then the real heartbreak is that we have, like, two or three guys who are our marquee players who are now going to leave and they don't want to re-sign here, and it's just heartbreaking because we can't convince them to stay. And uh, that's probably, you know, as a sports guy, definitely would be one of my biggest heartbreaks as a sports fan. Right. Sports and fan. Uh, it's like a real bleak time right now where we don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to get oh, better. Oh, I thought you meant like on this bus right now. What? It's a real bleak time. It's a bleak time on the bus. <laughs> no, just bleak time in my sports fandom. Okay. That's fine. Okay. So that's me. I don't have anything to learn from it because it just sucks. It all just Nothing sucks. to learn. It just all sucks. It just sucks. sucks. Um, okay. My, my number two is also sports related. Sports wow. fan. Sports okay. here. Wow. Are I was sports the sports guys. guy. Okay. Wait, are you upset because I'm a girl and I like sports? I no, 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 I'm just, I'm just I'm surprised just that, that I, I, you know, we're at the number two. Okay. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Mine. <laughs> Set in the scene. Set in the scene. I'm, I'm seeing it already. Euro 1996. This is soccer. Soccer. European football. European soccer championship. 1996. Shut up, Luke. I'm just saying. I'm saying England. Uh, above all the odds and above all the partying that they're doing, like literally the teams were just photographed out of clubs every night. I'm like, they don't do football like they used to. You got to get yours. Oh, that was great. Um, we we make it to the semifinals. Absolute semifinals. We're against Germany. Fucking Germany. And... Um, None of you are paying attention to my Euro I'm 96 listening. story. Euro I'm 96. Just kidding. You're all too concerned about I'm distracted about by Paul Mark. Even I'm paying attention. <laughs> 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 okay, so Euro 96. We're in the semifinals versus Germany. Unbelievable. We're doing amazing. My favorite uh, football player of all time, Alan Shearer. Absolute legend. He is a legend. Um, him and sharing him up front. Anyway, so we don't win in 90 minutes because England never does anything easy. Goes to penalties. Bum, bum, bum. Five five, we're, we're smashing it. We're we're finally getting some goals. I mean, obviously they're getting some in, but sure, we're actually scoring our penalties, which That's is something that England is not renowned to do as, uh, until okay. this year. Actually, yeah. we're really good at Harry it now. Kane. Well, last year, um, but um, Gareth Southgate steps up to the plate, goes for it, and it fucking gets saved. And, uh, the, and the dream is done. The dream is, is over. over. That was to Semi-finals, lose. Semi-finals, lost to Germany. Euro '96. A major sporting event. Like the Euro Cup, well, the second biggest, maybe the second biggest sporting event in the world. Yeah, yeah. after the World I mean, Cup, probably yeah. is. it probably is number two. Uh, is decided literally on, on penalty penalties. Kicks. Yeah. Well, is I so accept that. Fucking yeah. stupid. It's just I've always wild. grown up it with that. It would be like the NBA championship being yeah. decided by a slam dunk contest or like a free throw shoot off. Yeah. yeah, it's so oh, dumb. Yeah. I feel just like just let them the go game. until they die. Give them well, more subs. Well, this go. was well. This was after extra time as well. They do it in, in hockey. Well. They play until 
in the playoffs, they play until it's over? I what, think, do you, what are you going to do? Well, I think back then they did the extra time, but it was golden goals. So whoever scored yeah. first won and just nobody well, scored they in might extra do that time. In the they do that in the final, like the final, final game, I no, think. No, no, no. They, they will always still go do to penalties. penalties. They, do they, give, they give them extra yeah. time. Now they don't even. final yeah. goes to penalty yeah. kicks. Yeah. That is yeah. so stupid. They I give mean, them how many extra minutes? They 30? don't even do golden goal anymore. They got somewhere else to be? I know. Like What, you want them to just run till they're dead? No, keep subbing through. Go through the whole team. The coaches get out there. Who knows what could happen? Run till you're dead. Whatever. They do it in other sports. They play, they play NBA, baseball. How baseball long? never Baseball can go forever. Yeah, but baseball, literally one person hits a ball and jogs to a fucking base. Yeah, but they're gonna, they can run out of players in baseball, literally. Sometimes other guys that never pitch have to pitch. So they run out of coaches players. out there. I'm sorry, but there aren't enough so. uh, football players to replenish for... Until someone it scores. Is, they keep the same guys out there the whole damn time. It is well, insane that it all comes down to one kick, though. I mean, that is it's, nuts. Yeah, it's absolutely I get it. Stupid. I get it. But w- yeah. do you know what, though? The I'd drama. Rather, Can't I, replicate that drama. I would rather go out on penalties than just lose like 1-0. Yeah. I would hate that. I would much rather be fighting till the very end and lose on a penalty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was the year that I madly fell in love with football. I became obsessed with Alan Shearer. Every like World Cup and Euro since then, I've been obsessed. Last year we got to the semis, and I was like, "It's coming home. We're doing it. It's coming home. We're gonna we're gonna win the fucking World Cup." They were singing. And Gareth Southgate is now the manager. So what it goes around comes, comes around. around. He lost us the Euros, but well, yeah. Okay. But he could win us. He could win us the Euros next year. So we'll see. He could I, redeem himself. You're talking to the sports guy over here. I get it. I, I get. get the oh my feeling. god, I was so I heartbroken. I remember the rest of the summer. I was just distraught because it happened in like June. Yeah. I think till like September, I was just so upset. Yeah. Oh, still sticks with me. I can At see least you get to wait like just doing four the more years every time until for redemption. Well, every two, I guess, if it's World well, Cup and Euros. World Cup, yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. But yeah, so that was I mean, my number two. England has no hope in the World Cup. We got to the semis last year. Are you More kidding than me? The USA, my what did, shitty What did America country? do? They didn't even qualify. I'm not American. What did Canada do? They didn't Canada? even qualify. We haven't been in it in like 30 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. World Cup? Is it on what ice? Is that? <laughs> Can I stream it? <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to rile you up a little bit. I told oh, you England I was amazing. totally trolling you there. <laughs> no, uh, Harry Kane, honestly, baby. That's my guy, honestly, Harry Kane. I just love that we got to the semis in Euro 96 and they were literally known for going out and getting hammered like throughout the entire tournament. I think it still happens. It's no, a secret to my success. It's, it's like what? <laughs> how I've got here. Got this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Are so we on the number, number one question? Um, well, we're going to do your you number gotta one You got to go last. last. Oh. Unless it's like mega, mega depressing and we don't oh, want to yeah, leave mega, on mega it. Oh. No, let's end on here. That's okay. We got to we'll end, end on here. Yeah. Okay, okay. Right. Right. Mine is not mine's depressing. Mine's like a joke. Mine is not depressing. Mine, it probably shouldn't be my number one because in all, but at the time it felt like the most heartbreaking thing. Setting the scene again. Okay. Fifth grade. How old are you in fifth grade? Probably, I don't know. Your fifth grade is different know, to our fifth grade. Ten. Yeah, ten. Ten-ish. You have your fifth grade relationship, right? Which I guess if you call it a relationship, your boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I had a boyfriend at like nine. So well, yeah. you have it, but it's like, come on. It's not I mean, it's I was snogging him for days. Wow. Shout out to Jerome. Wow. Well, anyway, <laughs> I have my, my fifth grade girlfriend who is... The extent of it was like we sat on the bus together, and that was. And then oh, someone asks, cute. and you say, "That's my girlfriend." And you're like, that's you it. Get to hold hands. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it's literally nice. exactly yeah. it. I get it. So, you know, I don't know how long it went. Not very long, maybe a month, probably less. But anyway, I one day I'm at my house after school, probably getting ready for practice of some sport. So you didn't cry in French. 
I didn't no, 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 no. <laughs> no I wasn't it was not Nobby. But I get a phone call and it is not the girlfriend. It is a friend of the girlfriend. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a friend you, of the that's girlfriend. The way to do it. Yeah. And she says, Is she your girlfriend? Is Ryan, her name was Ryan. Is Ryan your girlfriend? And I was like, yeah, I think so. I said that. Like, that's what the level of the relationship well, was. Wanna... Well, yeah, I think so. Like, I, I don't, I, we haven't, like, done anything. But, like, I've been telling people that. She goes, well, she's not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess I just got broken up with. And she had to clarify whether he was still dating. Well, but no, her friend was it, doing that it, to it was, make it oh, the end. And then I'm crying and I'm going to my mom. Oh, you did like cry. I oh. cried. I cried. Fifth grade. It was a big deal. But the concept of her asking me, is she your girlfriend? Well, she's not anymore. <laughs> that <laughs> is just, some dark oh, shit. Yeah, it was right? brutal. Just but anyway, set I was, you up oh, for it. That's just what like, you did at that HR. I think I remember like, someone kind of, doing the same to one of my friends. The worst thing, thing that kids used to do, and I maybe I'm showing my age here, but you would call up someone, yeah, and then the other person would be on the on the three-way oh, line. She might have been. Yeah, she she might have heard the whole thing. Oh, she probably, oh, she was. probably just sat with her. Yeah. Stabbed the knife in my fifth grade wound here. My God. Yeah. Dude, I, yeah, I just I, snickering with the oh, phone on mute. In fifth grade, me, it was like it was crushing, man. <laughs> Cru- she probably didn't even care. Didn't even care. Snickering with the phone uh, on mute. <laughs> oh, man, did you even put phones on mute back then? You probably yeah, just had you to could, hold the could. receiver. No, you could mute. I think. Oh, I yeah. think three-way calls was uh, pretty advanced. Well, she's yeah, not anymore. But if you hit the like the redial button, it's like shit. I wanted to hit mute. I still my cover. Uh, Is that someone else in the line? So no, upset. no. So oh my upset. god, mom, I'm on the phone. Get off the phone. <laughs> or when you wanted, when you were on the phone and someone started dialing the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Dial up uh, internet. Kids won't know what we're talking about. Um, yeah, no, that's some real. It was tough, that's the man. kind of stuff you did when you were that age. It like was. you would be like, no, you're not. She's not your girlfriend. It was like the defining fifth grade breakup. I yeah. would say a friend does it, and it's so poor to just say. Well, at least it wasn't like anymore. a guy friend that was like, oh, she's my girlfriend now. Well, that would have sucked more. <laughs> I would have been just a mess. I would have had been to fight, livid. and it would have yeah. been a whole scene. Wow. Man. It's so fun. Like I said with like my story, it's so funny how like dramatic everything is when you're oh, that yeah. age. That's what I mean when I was in you're fifth so grade. Invested. It yeah. felt like everything. It was like yeah. my yeah. whole life. Yeah. So maybe it's not in my, maybe it's not my number one of, of now, but at the time no, it was as big as anything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Ah, uh, good old days, man. Uh, when you actually had to call, like you couldn't just text them and break yeah, up with them. No. You had to call them. Yeah. And you weren't going to do it in person. <laughs> yeah, you definitely weren't going to do it in person. God, breaking up with people in person no. is the worst. Oh, man. When you're like that age. Because you're- You, you apparently you, have a lot of experience. Well, first you're heard. too scared to hold their hands. Do you have a good with. dumping story of you doing the dumping other than old knobs? I dumped so many people. It's all a blur at this point. Because <laughs> they're all just molding into one. <laughs> like I said, I was just so ruthless. Yeah. I when, you, just... when you break up with people, do you, did you typ- did you typically text them? The no, breakup? I've never broken up with anyone by a text. I think that is the lowest of the low. Okay. Yeah. You, you, I have just like, your last your last comment was like, we had to call them back in the day. <laughs> no, but no, but I'm saying that to kids like now. Like there was no easy way out no. back in the day. Like you either had to call them yep. or you had to do it face to face. Or oh. you just stop talking to me, ignore them. They just shout your name and you feel like. Well, are you driving off. us home? I'm going to have another beer. Yeah. Um, so, my number home. one is a TV one. And you guys probably won't know anything about this. 
TV one. Although I did make you watch this one summer, Luke, I, with oh, me this, and Ali oh, made you watch is this. Is this going to be? Oh, um, man. I know where this is going. My number one heartbreak. One, this because is it is one of the best memes of all time. Do you probably really thinking about something else? Because okay. I said the best meme. But um, Dawson's Creek. You knew it was Dawson's <laughs> Creek. Pacey. Is it Pacey? Uh, it's not actually... Pacey it's doesn't. Pacey. It's not about Pacey. Okay. What's Pacey up to? We have this thing. Okay, so this one summer. It's not Pacey's Creek. Get off of Pacey. It's <laughs> How do they Dawson. write that ending? It's not Pacey's Creek. I can't even Luke say. Know I've the never ending. seen the end. Okay, oh, sorry. So, <laughs> no, I watched what okay. two or three seasons. Yeah. And then so we got this off. one summer, we went for a family vacay with like Caleb's parents, me, um, Caleb, Luke, Ali, parents, and on the drive back from Hilton Head to Columbus, we were driving. I don't know why we were driving, and it was like a freaking long ass drive. Yeah. And um, we were like, when we were on the vacation, me and Ali were like, you know what we should watch? We should have watched Dawson's Creek because me and Ali are like, obsessed with it. And Luke and Kay were like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, what are we put gonna, it on. Yeah, we're sure. not doing anything tonight. Just put it on. And everyone got obsessed it with was, it. It was obsessive. We were like driving home and we put the uh, Mac on with like the DVD playing and his parents were like up front driving and they were like just root it through the speakers so we can like listen okay, but not okay. watch oh, yeah I forgot they would listen to yeah, it yeah they were listening to so it weird. we were like in the back yeah. watching but they were like listening uh, and that's um, funny anyway so they all got obsessed with it so now we have this phrase because we were all in mad- madly in love with Pacey where we just go what's Pacey been up to what's pa- I, what's never Pacey? I never found out I never found out what Pacey was up so to because I never, never finished the show anyway so there's this hmm. one scene End of season three. Oh, okay. Did I see Joey, this far? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you saw this. Right. Joey is madly in love with Pacey, but she doesn't want to tell Dawson. Dawson's like found out that they're like having a thing. Oh. She doesn't want to tell him. And Dawson acts like the biggest brat in the entire world because he's the worst character of all time. Biggest forehead of all time. It's his terrible. motherfucking creek. He does I what he wants. He has a damn creek. Also, side note, did you ever forehead. watch Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23? Because he's in that as James Vanderbeek, and everywhere he goes, everyone goes, we love you, Dawson. <laughs> in the background, it's so <laughs> funny. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, so did, Joey is like, no, I want to stay and hang out with you, Dawson. I don't want to, like, go off sailing into the sunset with Pacey for the summer, even uh, though I'm madly in love with Pacey. Everyone I'm knows I'm going to stay with you. Pacey, ugh. Yeah, he was the guy. And then there's this one scene and and Dawson finally becomes a bigger person. And he's like, look, I don't want to be the reason that you don't like. He's like, I could tell you that this is all going to end in tears. Wow. I, I could like verbatim say this. Anyway, so she's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to like go and get on a boat with Pacey. <laughs> so she like runs off, <laughs> she the, off, the, <laughs> off the deck. Sorry, Leaves Doss. him on like the pier bit. And it is the best meme of all time. Is that but the him crying face? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, that he breaks down in tears on the on the oh. like pier bit. Best meme of all time. I use it for everything. Best TV heartbreak ever. I can confirm. I loved that he was so <sighs> sad. And and then you saw Pacey and Joey just sailing off into the sunset. We all wanted Pacey to win. That uh, was. I don't it, even and, know how it ends. And I don't know how it ends. Pacey does win. Wow. Yeah, she ends up with Pacey. No, I, I don't even need to it. watch it. Anymore. I never liked it. Wow. Um, Were you a big Dawson guy? It's his creek. He's got a fucking creek. Look, that always happens. I feel like if a TV show... It's her anatomy and it's his creek. Okay? (laughs) Oh, I feel like if a TV show is named after someone, they always become like the least liked person in it. Trying to think of other examples of this. I know, I am too. I was thinking how about your mother, but it doesn't say Ted in it, does it? So, um... Okay, Shane, let's get serious. Jesus, your number one heartbreak of your life is a TV... Like, this is so, like... 
Hey, I'm, look. I'm about to talk about a family member that died. It's like, okay, oh, this is God. getting like. Why are you making boy. me feel bad? Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think this That's is amazing. Not my num- like, okay, this is my top five heartbreaks. But I mean, I was taking it in a. Okay. That's I, fine. I need to bring the relief, the comic relief. Okay. To an no, episode no, 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 no. that I knew was going to have right. some, some dark times, right. but okay, no. I feel well, about I, all the sports I, things I had I gotta chicken go. wings. Well, I gotta to be go. fair, just quickly, Luke, the sports things are real in your life no, because that's, Luke I'm is very, the biggest hey, upsetter. I had, sports, I, had sports, I had a sports. I had a sports. Deeply. Yeah. Okay, go on then. Shane. Well, I lost my cousin, um, and um, he died uh, when he was twenty-four. We're the same age. I don't have a brother, so we, we're very close. And uh, are you an only child? No, I have a sister. Okay. She's seven years older than me. Wow. But so, you know, a bit of a distance yeah. in age. But my cousin, we were really close when we were kids. And then he moved up to like the north part of Canada. Um, wow. Must well, be kind cold. of when we were in like high school, I guess, or, or bef- a little bit before that. So, um, you know, he got into real like northern Canadian things like riding snowmobiles. Um, and uh, that's uh, how he died. He was wow. riding a snowmobile. Right. It was really, really tough. You know, he had a daughter and, um, you know, he he'd had a little bit of trouble like in his youth of like getting into some trouble you know and he's like he'd kind of finally figured it out and uh yeah and he, he was a pretty like uh experienced snowmobile uh you know rider and he did it all yeah. the time but this one time you know if, if you ever see like a a hydro pole and then they have like a, what's called the guideline um and they always have like a yellow marker on them so you could so you can see them right well, though it was taken off or something, so we didn't see it, and, and it clipped him. And uh, yeah, it was it was really brutal. I, I was on tour at the time, and I flew up to the funeral, and um, there was one moment where his daughter was like running around. She was only about seven or eight, maybe. I'm not sure if that's wrong. I don't. You know, it's something like that. And I remember her running around, going, going, "My dad's dead." Oh, because oh, she didn't and, understand. Yeah. And him oh. there in the like open casket, like the, you oh, know him God, there, open and watching her and and like nobody, ever. It was so shocking. It was so sudden um, that nobody knew to say. Yeah. And I, I, mean, what I went up say? to my to my uncle and I said to him, like an idiot. I said, I said, hi, 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 uh, Tom. Uh, how are you? And he goes, well, about as expected. And I was like, what a fucking stupid thing to say. And I've replayed that moment in my head like so many times, but it's like, I didn't know what to say. What do you say? What do you say? You know, and and just just that whole day of of trying to say goodbye to someone I was so close with for my whole life and his family there and everything was just like, it was just so tough. And uh, I guess you know, for the takeaway, for the positive, um, <laughs> moment of it all was, was just, again, you gotta be so safe when you do things, even if you've done it a million times, like he had, he was an expert. I mean, extreme sports. Yeah. He even worked in, well, he wasn't like racing or doing, he was no, just riding, but, but he was, he was, his, his job was he worked in mines, you know, up in, oh, in wow. Canada and he, and he was a safety inspector. Wow. So, you know, you have to, you can't take that stuff for granted. And, um, I, I wrote a song about him uh, quite a few years later, about five years, five or six years later after he died, because it's the kind of thing like it, it took time to get to get it out. It's, it's called In Memory Of. Yeah. It's on our rescue album. And uh, yeah, and that, that was definitely the, the most heartbreaking moment of my life and, and uh, still something I think of often, but use it as a reminder of just of 
of safety and of not only that, but of how important it is to be safe, not just for you, but for all the people that care about you and love yeah. you. Um, cause there's, I think it's natural for people to think about their own funerals and what would happen if that right. was me there, what would be going on? And, and how much heartbreak would I have caused if I just am reckless about something, yeah. you know? So every time I get in a car or, or any, anything like that, um, I think about that moment. So I think that that's the important thing when, when, yeah. if, we're, if there's anything you can take away from this, that's what I just want people <laughs> to, to take away from. Yeah, that sucks. I have, all my cousins are still alive and yeah. all my family is. Can we do an honorable mention real quick? Yes, please. Uh, no, I'll rapid fire because I know we, we, this is like a long one, huh? No, right. I don't think it's that Okay, long. well, all right. Well, no, you've got to go I on stage. Go. Yeah, yeah, I literally so have to go. So we're going to do a few questions um, then we'll let you go. So a couple other ones. Kurt Cobain dying was really tough for me. Uh, yeah. I was sitting in the car. My mom was in the grocery store. I was waiting for her and she came back. She went to get a loaf of bread, um, Italian bread that we used to eat with her spaghetti. And I still, every time I have spaghetti, I think of Kurt Cobain because of that moment. Me and Kurt Cobain born on February 20th. Same oh, birthday. Same, day, same wow. birthday. Yeah, you're a February birthday too. I'm the 13th. Not me. December. Um, no one cares. Uh, Sandy Sorry, Hook. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, 9 wow. 11 almost made mine because yeah. that was freaking, that yeah. still gets me so. 9 11 was definitely crazy. There's no question, but Sandy Hook, just with all the kids. Yeah. And then the fact that people tried to say it wasn't real. Oh, and well, can I, you imagine being the parents me. of those yeah. kids? And ugh. Um, there was also like a terrorist attack in London. And I remember seeing a documentary about it. Oh, the it. one on the tube? Yeah. You know what? My sister lived right by Hammersmith and oh, really? didn't go to work that day. Wow. And would have been on the train around that time. Okay, so this, the I watched a documentary and it was crazy heartbreaking. There was a dad of a girl. Mm. And she had tried to get onto the tube and she came up and she was like, Dad, I don't know what's going on, but the whole, like something is going on in London. I don't think I'm going to be able to get to work. There's so many people at the bus stops because all the tube system is shut down. He said, you know what? Go back around the corner and get on the stop before so you can like get on before all the other right. people. She she did what oh, he said God. and that was the bus that exploded oh, and she died. Why? I know. Oh. Oh, so anyway, let's... Positive. Uh, similar vein. Uh, my honorable mention, Chappelle's show, season three, getting canceled. <laughs> Heartbreaking. They did some pretty good skits without him, though. Yeah, no, but it's messed yeah, up. Yeah, but Chappelle, I know. Okay, let's end with that some was questions. heartbreaking for me. Let's end with some questions. No Ton of questions got sent in, so I'm just going to pick a few. Um, Olivia says, what's it like to be on the other side of the podcast? Oh, oh, cool. Oh, they're like fan That's questions. A good question. I love this. Hi, yeah, Olivia. Yeah, fan questions. Sorry, not oh, our hi, questions. Hi, Olivia. This is great. Um, uh, I like it. It's way easier. Yeah. Way fucking easier. <laughs> <laughs> what they have to do, plan this all out and well, worry about the technical things. And I just show up. I mean, this was a little bit more because I had to plan. I had to make a list. But yeah. um, I love being interviewed. But we don't also do like as a crazy in depth as you do on your like, like research-wise. Well, yeah, well, we know enough still, about, about You still yeah. did something. But yeah, for me, like, oh yeah, I love being interviewed. It's so easy. I just, yeah. Yeah. They, I just don't, you know, I just, at the time I think of what I think of and I say it. So <laughs> way easier. All right. Will there ever be a silver tooth tour? Oh there my God. There are so many silver Everything's tooth questions. Everything's about silver tooth. Yeah, because it's, it's, it, it lives. Silver tooth silver lives. Tooth it lives. lives. Um, you know what? The, here's the, here's the problem. I'm going to get real for a second. Oh gosh. The this whole thing's been real. Is, you getting real. That Beartooth and us are on opposite year record cycles. Albums, ah, yeah. So we've That's been fair. putting records out on the odd years and they've been putting records out on the even years. So by the time we get to like, oh, hey, we've done our promoted our new record and everything's going great. And now we can like maybe do something fun. They're like, 
we got a new record. We got to get serious. So there's never like, <laughs> we're never in the same place at the same time. So, but that being said, I'm sure something's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. We're too, we're too close. It's going to happen. And, we're too, and I miss you guys. So. I know. We just, we miss <laughs> each other all, like so much. You know, and K- Caleb doing the new song, Burn It Down yeah. With Us, is a little taste of Silver Tooth. a little, yeah, a little, a little twinge. sprinkle. A little sprinkle. Yeah, twinge. twinge like is that. a good yeah. one. So, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah. So I think people should check that out for uh, yep. the meantime. Yes. Yep. Or Roy. I mean, people have weird Instagram names. That was an Instagram name. Oi, Roy. Oi, Roy. That's what I'm probably saying it wrong. Oi, How Roy. gratifying was it to be able to go back and improve upon slash update your older tracks ah, on the last album? It was great, you know? It was really fun, the Redux uh, record we did. Because the approach that, I, that, that we took, and I, I kind of took, it was kind of my baby, um, was not fuck with the songs, Use the same tempos, same tunings, same arrangements, same, like, one thing I was a stickler on was, like, drum fills, because I hate when you go see a band live, and the drummer's, like, improving the drum fill, but then you're like, no, 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 that's not an improvement. The drum fill on the record is awesome, and I want to hear that, because that's... That was so good, So so those, like, little um, details we wanted to keep intact, just do it with, like, updated uh, production and updated performances, and... People really seem to like it. That's awesome. So it's, it's been, this, it was great. It was a lot of fun to go back and listen to the songs and relearn them and replay awesome. them. Yeah, and I bet. Be in the vocal booth and kind of remember where I was. This question really <laughs> cuts to the core of the depth of a lot of the core of me back. It's like, this is like, really get into it, okay? Okay. Rachel, Rachel, <laughs> this is what I was wants to know mm. what is your favorite African land mammal, <laughs> specifically from Africa? Mammals okay. only. Land mammals only. Well, I'm going to go with uh, maybe it's a bit of a cliche answer, but it is my favorite. I'm going to go with the elephant. Okay. No, uh, I, mine's I, a I, think I was going to say going lion. It felt oh. like a lion answer. That's, yeah, I thought you were going to say lion. I guess that's kind of it's like a, it's bit, a mammal, it's but easy. I think of like a big, big mammal. Well, it's definitely a mammal. So I'm going with elephant. Uh, they've really got kind of the shit out of the stick yeah. the last like little while. People with the poachers. Yeah, man, so come gentle. on, get out of here no. with the tusks. And they're smart. I'm not a fan of any tusks. No tusks <laughs> at all. No tusks. I don't want to see the word tusks uh, anywhere. Oh my Just God. get these tusks away from me, okay? Uh, uh, but I, I do really think elephants are, are really interesting animals, the way that they are, how smart they are, and the way they communicate and everything. And uh, I, I went to an elephant sanctuary uh, recently in not in Africa, it was in uh, Thailand, where I guess there are different breeds of, of elephants. But uh, some of the like shit that they that they do with like circuses and all that oh, stuff is like so really cool. really sick and messed up. And yeah. I I want people to be aware of that. So if you're definitely don't go to any kind of circuses or anything Animal ever. Circuses, yeah. like, or if you're no going circus. to, well, you won't once you read about it. So just read about it. Uh, and then yeah, and but there are some really great um, a couple great um, elephant sanctuaries that use the money to rescue elephants from some of these really fucked up places. So here I am giving you a joke talent. question and you go, you found a way to go. There's no joking. There's no joking. There's no joking. I am like, there's a joke in there. Jeez. Yeah. Um, someone named Kevin said, where can one acquire a silver t-shirt? Uh, you have to just be there when the magic happens. Hey, so I'm know. answering that for you. I know. Um, I mean, you probably eBay one for a couple hundred bucks and it might be me selling it. 
Yeah, I trying to move the, some product well, here. I have the white one, but I don't ever wear white, so I'm like, this is a shame that the, the, it's just that sitting there. That looks good there. on you, though. You got the I, OG. I, I freaking I love this OG shirt. T-shirt. I don't even have a shirt. Um, That's where we're at. And let's just round it up. This one says, "What album do you think is the most integral to Silverstein, and why?" Um, I would say it's it's discovering the waterfront. I'm not going to like lie about it. That's, yeah. That was our breakthrough record, our okay. second album. And a record that meant so much to so many people. And although, you know, going from our earlier conversation like two hours ago, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I would, didn't put it in my top three. I don't even know if it's in my top five of my favorite albums, but I think it is our most important. And uh, that's the record that paved the way for our whole career and the reason that these two fine people even want to speak to me. I, really want, I actually do want to end with this question. Seth says, what's the hardest part of lead? What's been the hardest part of lead singer syndrome? And then we'll be done. So you can uh, go. The hardest part is, is man, that's a hard question. Scheduling it or scheduling always is tough. I think like a lot of times I feel like my personality, I don't like to bother people. So I'm always yeah, like same. worried that I'm like bothering someone yeah. like, like, Hey, would you do my show? And like, most of the time people were like, yeah, this is great. I like really enjoyed it. And like, they actually enjoyed the whole thing, but I never want to feel like I'm wasting anyone's time. Yeah. So that's like part of it. I, mean, yeah. I just need to get over that. But uh, no, I think the hardest part sometimes is, is when you're researching somebody that's done it all a really long time right? and try to figure out, okay, what, what are the things well, we, need, we need to talk about yeah. and what we, we can't, we have to it's gloss to over something. So yeah. what do you gloss over and what do you focus on? Yeah. So yeah. That's cool. it could be I tough, that. but I, I think 180 something episodes in, I've maybe got, got my sea legs. Got it down. That's so many. That's so cool. Okay, Shane. You'll get there. What are we on? Like 10 now? I don't know. I don't know. Um, where can people find you online? Uh, at like, Shane told. Nice. Love it. Uh, that's Succinct. about it, I guess. At Silverstein. On everything. Or not, oh, at Silverstein. And then SilversteinMusic.com. <laughs> I don't know. Just Google. And Lead Singer Syndrome. You have a t an Instagram oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. It's it's at Lead Singer Syndrome. Great. Is the Instagram. Love it. Learn yep. how to spell syndrome, guys. Syndrome. Well, this is America. People don't know how to spell. Whoa. Hey, easy. Oh, wow. Just kidding. Of, you have a lot of American Man, listeners. Watch out. I'm just kidding. I just kidding. I got old American fans Luke, here. Hey, where can people find you? At Luke Show Me Mo. Ridiculous. People can find me at Flash Show Mo. You Boring. can find everything that we do at MyTopPod, MyTopPod.com. Oh, I need to give a quick shout out to... Um, JDQ Salts. Yes. Saltworks. They Thanks sent the us Hangover stuff. Helper, which I'm very excited Big to try. Um, they also sent us like a bunch of like really cool things, but I'm very most excited to try the Hangover Helper to see if it works. I guess it's something called Nagari that you put in juice and it's meant to just cure your hangover like that. I could use mm. that. I know. So um, I will report back if it worked or not next time I have a horrific hangover. It, did, <laughs> it arrived after I had my huge hangover in New York. So Love it. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out soon. Um, give I us a rating. It. Give yeah. us a shout. Subscribe, subscribe. All of the huge. Tell your friends. Nothing. That's about it. Appreciate you. Silver Tooth lives. Thanks for Bye. hanging, bud. Bye.